Welcome to Points Taken, a podcast about sports and sports betting and the people that make them interesting. With the virtual NFL draft upon us, we'll be joined by Nick Bogdanovich, Director of Trading at William Hill U.S., and Andrew Menino, Sports Content Manager at PointsBet. They'll break down the sizable betting interest in the draft during the COVID-19 shutdown of sports. Let's start with Nick Bogdanovich on the draft as a taste of normalcy in Las Vegas, where a real, actual draft was supposed to be held on a stage in the Bellagio Fountains pool. To me, it's sort of like getting back to normal a little bit. It's not like folks betting on games, but at least it's a sport that they're familiar with. I was curious what the volume uh, has been at your places uh, in comparison to previous years on betting on those uh, prop bets for the draft. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, there's no question that is a factor. Uh, I, that's one of the factors. I'd say the other big factor is the fact that we've got up, you know, five, six times more than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So between, between those two factors, uh, betting is definitely way up. I, I, it, you know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what the exact number is. Is it up three times, four times, eight times, but it's, it's going to be quite substantial just because of those two factors. Mm-hmm. You said you put up, if I understood you correctly, you put up more betting markets for the draft. Was that specifically because you figured there'd be interest in, in the void of anything else? Well, we were going to originally do it just because the draft was in Las Vegas. So there was going to be 800,000 crazies here for three days, and mm-hmm. it was going to be off the hook. So I knew that we had to get a, a big and better menu up for this year on that alone. But when all that fell through, uh, just the yeah the sheer demand for, for it was there still. So we just... Put, we put up as much as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. I was, unless I missed it, I didn't see a Joe Burrow taken number one on William Hill. Is that just because the line would be just so huge, it's not worth doing? Yeah, it, it's sort of like Sabrina Ionescu being taken number one <laughs> on the WNBA. Everyone knows she's going number one. It was like a hundred to one. It's, it, it's you know, it's it's a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw Fanduel. I think they had it at minus one hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. So it's it, 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 it's not really a viable booking proposition. It, it might be worth some publicity or something, but mm. yeah, I just it, yeah they've already declared it and they're going to take him. So uh, no one's going to lay it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So what have you found to be the most popular or, or maybe your favorite, the most interesting of the of the selection you guys are putting up? You know what? It, I, the whole thing's been interesting. It's you know, it's obviously because uh, the you know, the virus. I mean, it, the, everything's changed for all the people preparing for the draft. So all you're hearing is a lot of rumor and innuendo on social media and Twitter and people running with it. So it's really the most wide open crapshoot of all time. Uh, I, obviously, I guess the draft starts at three. Uh, Burrow one and Chase Young. Number two, I guess, is our, well, Burrow, I guess, is a virtual lock. Young maybe is almost a virtual lock, but at three, you never, that's when the draft is going to start. So anything Tua related, uh, for the longest time, everyone talked about Tua being traded up and taken in the three holes, and now there's talk of him dropping out of the top ten, so that goes to the wildness of this whole situation. so, but yeah, I mean, it's great theater. It's great to talk about, and and there's some betting involved in it too. So it's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's a great point about everything being virtual and social media, even more than 
usual. You don't have an agent or a reporter or, you know, a dra alleged draft insider talking to each other in person at a combine or something. So just a lot of this stuff is just sort of out there. It, it should lead to, I guess, more interesting betting in the sense that, you know, except for the top couple, there's really no locks in, in public sentiment. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like a couple of years ago, there was uh, some Academy Award. There was some, like, sort of, you know, it's sort of similar to this. It's information driven, but there was three categories that like moved huge. There was huge moves on it. There was like leaked out that the winners had gotten out and they really had it. Mm -hmm. But because it was out there in the, in the, in the, in the social media, everyone thought that that was the case and it turned out to not to be the case. So you really, you don't know. I mean, people are writing uh, to his obituary right now and he may be taken with a third pick. I mean, mm -hmm. all it takes is one GM that doesn't believe that, you know, he, he is, his health is as bad as they say and they know how good he is. And who knows, maybe they're the ones that started the rumors so they could get him at an earlier spot. I, you really don't know. I mean, obviously we'll turn in tune in Thursday at five and we'll, we'll all find out. But like I said, it's all speculation. And, and if you've done any research at all on this mock draft, it, it is so all over the place. It's not even funny. I mean, mm. like if some people got Jordan Love going six and others got him going 28th, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it just pick, pick one and, you, and you'll see a different flavor in every one of them. So, uh, like I said, it's interesting and, and, it, and it's good. I mean, everyone's getting a little taste of the NFL right now. Next up, Andrew Menino of PointsBet on business in New Jersey. I would imagine that the, the, I was, I'm curious what the betting volume is and the buzz is. I, I would assume that it's pretty high because it has been everywhere else. And the draft represents not only something familiar, but just something something to do, something that the betters know, maybe that they'll latch on to a little bit more than, you know, Russian ping pong or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've definitely seen an uptake in, uh, in interest and in bets, um, and that's sort of been uh, reflected as we've continued to um, expand our offerings. Uh, last year we offered uh, 120 different bet types on the NFL draft. Uh, right now, we have more than 210 on the site. Hmm. Uh, and we're looking to expand that all the time because the content, uh, you know, it's not, like you said, it's something that people know, it's something they're familiar with, and it's something that they often have leaned opinions on and they want to ask them. Would you have expanded the markets as much as you did had not March Madness gone away and the big four been shut down. I mean, what was the chicken and what was the egg in this regard as far as expanding what you're offering? It, yeah, I mean, we're always, we're, you know, as, as we get more and more experience in this, uh, you know, as legalized uh, sports betting in New Jersey continues to, uh, to evolve, we've got more experience to look back on. So there definitely would have been an uptick in our offering and we, you know, we certainly would have expanding it, but we would have had a lot more on our plate in the meantime, and we would have been spending spending a lot of time on college basketball. We did playoffs right now in uh, in the NBA and the NHL, and so uh, we certainly wouldn't have as much uh, attention to 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 devote to it. And uh, but I think I think uh, betters have more time too, right? I mean, with uh, without any of these marquee sports events going on, uh, it feels like every rumor or mock draft is getting reported. Uh, significantly in keeping the draft at the front of uh, sports fans' minds. 
Mm-hmm. That you lead right into a question I had. I was talking to someone else about that. It, it, it's you know everyone's in their own little their little man cave working on this, and we could still communicate via social media even if the world was you know pre-apocalypse. But it, as you said, social media is the only means of communicating around now. Everything is virtual. It seems like you know rumors sort of become fact when you're sitting in your own little room, and it can really lead to some some really odd, uh, not only drafting decisions, but but betting decisions. It seems very wide open for a lot of people from the NFL execs, the team execs, all the way down to people who want to, you know, make a bet on what quarterback goes second. Yeah, I mean, we've seen case after case where uh, a rumor starts and then it's reflected in the mock draft and then there's smoke and then betters are coming for it. Um so, I mean, it's keeping us on our toes for sure, and the odds are fluctuating all the time. Uh, I mean, you mentioned um, second quarterback taking, and and sort of the uh, the opinion of what's going on with Tua has been uh, has been falling over time. Uh, at the end of March, we had Tua as minus fifty to be the second quarterback drafted, and Herbert at plus five hundred. Uh, today, they're both at minus one fifteen, and it's a coin toss. Yeah. Um, so again and again, we've seen rumors come out, or you know, a new mock draft, and, and people chasing it, getting in on it. And as those rumors circulate, it certainly seems to be uh, having an impact in the betting community. Yeah, it, it was funny. What a, what a great time this would be if you were the Dolphins or the Chargers or someone to plant this rumor. I mean, has there been a better time to plant a rumor like that and, and downplay his stock so you could maybe swing a deal and go get him? It's I think it's all kind of the intrigue there. And it's funny because, you know, you think of uh, usually this time we're so used to saying don't worry about any NFL draft rumors because it's all smoke from front offices anyway and there's no fire there. Um, but without much going, much else going on these days, it seems like uh, those kind of rumors are really getting a lot of attention. Do you think this is a, a, a different kind of draft for, for betters in the sense that with all this specula- speculation going on, all this unknown because of, of the virtual aspect of it, that it, it could generate more interest from the betters. I mean, I, I guess it already is, but also they feel like they have a chance to, to, to find a gem and, and make some money for themselves, um, you know, out there. And um, I, I would imagine that would increase volume at your place. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think the NFL draft always sort of gives that opportunity, right? It never... No matter how many mock drafts you read, no matter how much you're around, what the uh, general consensus is, there are always surprises. There's always picks we didn't see coming or a team that valued a player much higher than everyone else. Um, so I think that in this time where people have, have more uh, sort of space and, and mental time to, to devote to thinking this out, there are definitely some gems out there. And I think that when we see those usual surprises, uh, that we see in in the early uh, early uh, picks of round one, I think that there's there'll definitely be some people who find some gems. That was Andrew Menino. I'm Brand James, and this was Points Taken.